Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So today's episode, I want to talk about the matrix. So until a couple years ago, I would have said, like, I don't really know. I know it's a movie, but beyond that, I don't really know anything about what that is or what it means. And so since then, I feel like my life has, you know, like everyone's been a huge teacher to me about what um, my true desires are and what is my programming from society around what a successful life is, or what a successful career looks like, what a what a successful profession even is, uh, what a successful marriage is, relationship, financial situation, um, number of kids you should have, type of dog, all of these things that I've slowly started to learn has been programmed into a lot of us. So I constantly have to stop and say, is this a true desire of mine? Is this really what I want? Or is this what I've been told to want? And I saw a quote on Instagram, not really a quote, but it says, it's from this Jane underscore Lightworker. Uh, It says, Matrix says, obey, consume, stay asleep, compare yourself to others, watch the news, work hard, drink to have fun, procreate, do everything to stay young, live in a future, live in a future and the past, give us your energy. I thought it was so powerful. And I, when I go to do episodes, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna take a picture of this, this meme or this quote or whatever. And then it's like, okay, later, I'm going to come back to this and make it an episode. And I put notes in my phone. And this one, it just, I just feel like it hits so hard because None of us want to think we're in it. And for years, I would have been like, that's the thing people say that people talk about the matrix that aren't winning. When you're winning, like I was winning, it's like, it is what we all want. It is what you want. You're just, you have a hard time because you don't have what I have. Well, that kind of attitude, it doesn't end well for that attitude. And it ends up being something where it's like, for me, it's like, it's come full circle, right? But let's break this down for a minute. So to obey, meaning like, I didn't question anything. It's like, okay, I have my own business. I I need to be available all the time. I need to make this happen. And it's like, this is how it works, right? Like this is what we're told. Like you start a business and you, you create a business and a life that and the business has to cater to its clients. And so when, when does it work for your clients with no real questioning of like, doesn't this get to serve me too? So that one just so good. Consuming number two, it's like, Oh my God. Like I feel like when I, the word consuming, it's like how I was, you know, numbing myself, consuming alcohol, consuming just um, people, just like meeting so many people's needs. It was just like almost like a compulsive like need that I just had to keep filling this void. It's like no amount of consumption of work, no amount of consumption of 
you know, numbing agent, whatever your is yours is of choice, no amount was ever enough. And the staying asleep, it's like, yeah, I think being asleep at the wheel makes the whole thing possible. And so I've been into lately this idea of what our minds will do to make sense of our situations that we're in. So it's like the story that your mind will tell you, you know, I'll sit and I'll talk, I'm standing with my client sitting all day and talk to people about how they'll say like, I cannot believe the story I told myself about my marriage or the story I told myself about like what was actually happening. And I'm like, I know it's crazy what our minds will do to make sense of a situation that we're not ready to face. It's wild. Comparing yourself to others. Oh, the matrix loves this or whatever you, you call it whatever you want. I don't want people to think I'm all out there. Whatever you call the thing that has a hold on you, society, uh, whatever work, whatever word works for you. But it's like comparing yourself to others. I mean, I catch myself doing this still. It's like, I don't have that person's life. I don't have you know, and it's funny, like my husband had said, like, Lindsay, you're in the salon, like two and a half days, like people would kill to have your schedule. And I'm like, Ramel, don't compare me to someone else who's some who's who works in, in a bank. And like, all I can do, the only productive way of like comparing me is to maybe my life pre kid, like, that's actually somewhat beneficial to go, wow, even though you're working less, like, God, that's a lot of change. Your life has to feel very different. Like sometimes you miss just being able to do whatever you want. And I'd say, yeah, babe, thanks for asking. I do. But if you compare me to someone who's got a completely different path than me, I look like the asshole. Like, can't you just be happy? So watching the news, unless you're watching the Today Show and you just really enjoy seeing uh, Carson Daly and uh, Craig Melvin, I just, I enjoy their company. But I don't go on the news to really like get insight because if you've ever followed something in real time and then you see how the media spins it, it's not all what's actually happening. So that's just something to keep on the back burner knowledge wise. And this whole working hard, I believe that we do need to put in our work and we do need to work towards goals. And I think we have to have a work ethic. But I think the the idea that we it has to be hard screws a lot of us up. My my guy Ed Milet had a podcast episode the other day, and he was talking to Gabby Bernstein, and he was saying like I'm not really enjoying my book launch. Like I'm, I I almost feel like I'm not allowing myself to enjoy it. And as he was talking, I was like, wow, like Ed feels like it has to if it's as successful as it is. And if it's going as well as it is, it's helping as many people, then it has to be hard. It has to hurt for him because otherwise he doesn't deserve to have it be going so well. And I think that's the the whole thing of like hard work being hard. I think that that, I don't know. I feel like the more I live and the more life and the more regulated my nervous system gets, the more I realize that like going towards what's like has ease in it is actually the direction that's calling you. I used to slam my head against walls or like, just like, you know, just like keep trying to open doors that didn't want to open. And I thought like, well, this is the price you pay to make it happen. Whereas like I have since learned that if the door's locked, it's because it's not the door for you. So 
that one I think is, is something that's hard for a lot of us. Drink to have fun. I had a client say to me one time, and I was like, oh yeah, sometimes I like drink when I'm out because it's like, I want to have, be fun. And I feel like I'm kind of awkward. And she's like, you're not awkward. You spend the whole day talking to people sober. And I said, holy shit, I do. So that's one that I think is just so untrue. And, you know, if we talk about like things that numb us or not, you know, taking the edge off of discomfort in a social setting, we're taking the edge off of the joy. We're taking the edge off of like the the silliness, the fun, the happenstance, like the serendipity. I think often like how often I missed like really fun, silly things because I was like asleep at the wheel, drunk, which is a metaphor, not real. Um, Okay. Procreate. God, this is one that's been getting me like, you know, since I had a kid, you know, I was one of those people that like never really thought about having a kid, never had a life set up for it. Always just said like, yeah, no, it's going to be great someday, but really didn't put any energy into it because I just didn't have the life. I was like my career, you know, I love my dog. Like I just, I was my I didn't feel this, um, thing that so many people feel of just like, oh my gosh, like I need to figure it out. Enter a lot of things had to happen for birdie to be possible, my little girl. And then fast forward, you have one kid. And then if you do, cause not everyone does, most of my friends don't. Um, but I felt an immense amount of pressure to have it figured out for the second one. And I felt immense amount of pressure around like, uh, just that, like, you have to give her a sibling and, you know, and, and I started to be like, wow, what a, what a, what a screwed up thing we, the pressure we put on people. And like, I think people were afraid to ask me if I wanted a kid. So I never really dealt with it till I had one. And then I feel like bombarded with like, are you going to have another, like, what's the plan? And, um, yeah, I think that from talking to a really good friend of mine who doesn't have kids, I'm like, what do you think it is for people? Like, I'm fascinated now by like this idea that like, you have to have them. And if you have one, you have to have more than one or you're a serial killer. And I'm just like, this is fascinating. Her thing is, I think that it's because people don't want to face themselves and look at themselves. And so they can have kids and say like, Oh, it's really busy because I'm finding that sitting with the discomfort of like, do I really want this is actually really uncomfortable. And I can catch myself uh, not wanting to sit in the moment and the stillness and I want the action and I want the excitement and I want the, you know, just like the fun of the consuming, a lot of the things that we're talking about on this list. And I'm like, you know what, fuck it. Let me just have another one and get it over with. And that's, that's not the reason to do it. Uh, do everything to stay young. I think you know, we want to remain, I want to remain healthy, but I'm not going to be young forever. And like, I don't know, I think like a mindset of just possibility and youth is great. But I also think striving to never actually seem older when it's like, I enjoy life more and more, the older I get, the the wiser I am, the more I learn, the less I care about the superficialness of life. And yes, I want to take good care of myself. And yeah, I like use, you know, nice creams on my face recently started. And I don't know. I mean, I want to do what I can with what I've got. But beyond that, I think I'm just going to roll with it. Okay. 
living in the future and the past. Okay, out of all of them, this is the one that I'd say I struggled the most with because I always felt like up until a few years ago that I had to to do this thing so that I could get to the place where I could enjoy things or my life or um, have the flexibility or the possibility of even discussing this life of uh, time and space. It was kind of like I had to just get through this one thing, but it was never actually being where I was. And had I been where I was, I would have had to face some really hard truths. Truths like you're actually not moving towards that future. You're just going really fast where you are, not letting it teach you and change you. And so you're going to actually have to get punched in the face really hard to wake up. But had I been where I was, it would have informed me. I would have enjoyed it. I would have been in the moment. And then by being all in that moment, it would have allowed me to guide my path in a direction that was more aligned that didn't involve, I don't know, such a shakeup. I'm grateful that my life shaked up in my business partnership and my marriage. But had I been listening, had I been there in my life living it, I don't think it would have would have been what it was. And the final is give us your attention. Oh no, give us your energy. So it's like the idea is like chase, you know, the way I interpret that is like keep chasing, keep striving, keep trying to get to that perfect family, that perfect career. And in in an effort to do that, you're going to miss your own life. And so we'll have, we'll, we'll get all the good stuff. And yeah, I think it's so sad because it's like, we have everything we need to make informed decisions, to live fully in our lives. And the idea that it's something outside of us, I think is so disempowering. So I, I just wanted to share that it's okay if you're resonating with some of these things and going, holy shit, I didn't know that's what it was. I didn't either. And it's okay to acknowledge that you want to do things differently. I think it's actually really brave because it's a lot easier. You know, I heard this, it's like, you know, your life gets a wake up call and there's two types of people. It's like the person that dives deeper into delusions or the person that just starts getting radically honest and is like, I'm a mess. Like, this is not, this is not the life for me. And yeah, the person that doesn't have their life completely blow up or keeps a facade of it together and dives deeper seems to be more together and have it have more going for them. But that would be missing the entire nuance of it, that the person that's actually letting themselves be seen, that person that's letting themselves be a mess is actually the person that's going to come out of it. Not better in air quotes, but the one that's going to leave the same situation the other person's in living a life that's like wholly their own and totally authentic. And the other person's going to have a life that doesn't look a mess. People are going to still think you're doing great, but you have to live every day as that person. I think that is a, a self-created prison and takes a lot of um, honesty with yourself to realize that you created it and that you have the 
you are the one who holds the key to get yourself out. So that's my thoughts on this Instagram quote I saw. And uh, I hope it resonates with you. Have a wave making day and I look forward to talking with you soon.